e ngai wi o te motu tēnā rā koutou katoa me ngā mihi. Kia o tatou tini mate, kia o tatou tini aitua. He kara Charlie, moi maira. Tātou kei te aturoa ti hewa maudiora. Nau mai, hoki mai. Kia ora, good afternoon. And welcome back to Mapuna. Thank you so much for listening to RNZ National today. We've got some very special guests with us on Mapuna this week. For the past 200 years, Praikete blankets have formed part of our history, the history of Aotearoa. They're part of our early trade, providing warmth and comfort during the New Zealand land wars and for our soldiers fighting overseas during world wars. For my two guests this week, Fukawa and Josh Tikani, the history of wool in Aotearoa is integral to the stories they weave into their blankets and their work will feature in a new exhibition, Praikete Threads, which opened yesterday at the Pātaka Art Museum in Porirua. Fukawa heuri no ngaitarangi ngati rangi nui ngati maniapoto and Josh heuri no waitaha ngati rangi nui ngaitarangi ngati pūkenga te whanua apanui ngati purau te whakatohea te ati haunui a pāparangi ngati te waratoa. None of them are ngāpui, that's amazing. It's the first time we've never had a ngāpui guest on the show. Join me now to discuss their business, their whanau and their approach to their mahi. Nō reira te nākūrua. Kia ora, no, te nākūrua. So awesome to have you both. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming to Tamaki. I don't know why you'd come to Tamaki. You know, you're based in Tauranga. We should have done the interview down there, but really appreciate you both, both coming in, and thanks for being a part of the program. I, I just wanted to start with why this business. Um, it, it was a, it was a special way, I think, for us to to tell our stories. Um, I, I suppose when we look at why we started, we had. Um, actually, following on from a previous quarter we've had, we were we were following the commemoration kaupapa for the 150th uh, anniversaries of of the New Zealand land wars. Of course, it was a big big part that Tauranga had to play in that in that kaupapa. And so this was in 2014, um, really, where where that came to the fore for us in Tauranga at Gay Pa. Um, and over that over that time, uh, we were both of us were, were following that kaupapa as it travelled around the motu, um, and and we've seen the resurgence of, of, of blankets, um, more so as attire. Um, I, think, I think for a lot of our whānau out there, um, they were looking for kākahu to wear for some of these special occasions. And, and uh, some of our queers, old itchy blankets, uh, started making it into the, into the ranks. And, and so um, that was something, I think, that, that really helped uh, to form the foundation of, of what, what would eventually build Noor. Um, was that uh, reinvigoration of a of a taonga um, that I think we, as Māori done, we had kind of let sleep for a little while, mm. um, yeah. And, and and we we were uh, I suppose in a whole lot of different ways we were storytelling. Um, both both me and Fakawa were heavily into performing arts and kapahaka, mm-hmm. um, a bit of bit of uh, other artworks etc. Um, and so yeah, in a consulting role as well, we were storytelling. Um, and, and local government, and we thought that um, reinvigorating this Tonga again um, would 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 be a, a special way to be able to to share those stories. Yeah, I detect a slight impact actually of Kapaga still in the voice. <laughs> Josh, if you don't, if you don't mind bit. me saying, yeah. given you had the Matata Originals last weekend, yes. and congratulations yeah. by the way on the performance. I know you didn't make the finals, but you know, mm. it's all about it's all about 
um, maintaining the mana of the community Absolutely. and whānau, right? So it's mm. not always about making the national. So I wanted to congratulate you both on that. Mm. And I do note the irony of the name, Noa, and something that, as you mm. say, is, is, a, is actually quite tapu in the way in which mm. we approach these things. Um, but Fakawa, for you personally, <clears throat> and maybe there's a quarter <laughs> to your papa here, because I do know his name was Hui Kaka Hukawe, and I don't know if that's a tie or, or, yeah. or not. Um, so, so is there a little bit of the personal that comes into the professional here? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, in the lead up to starting Noa, you know, I had a lot of time. I was at home with the boys, my our two boys, and so I did a lot of my research during that time into how to kind of following on what Josh said, like bring that taonga mm. back to life. Um, and so, yeah, leading up to our launch, you know, lost my papa, and in that tremendous heartache, and, and sorrow, you know, there was a sense of guilt for, like, you know, doing something other than grieving for my dad. Um, but in it, we were able to, you know, turn our first collection, which we kind of turned into an ode to dad, you know, yeah. of his legacy. And we named it Hui Kākahu. Um, and as we kind of went through the narratives of those design corridor, you know, we were able to see they were actually a reflection of Dad's yeah. Yeah. Oh, values and the way that he, um, you know, all the things that he instilled into us, our principles. And I think it was just really, yeah, it was deeply personal for me, yeah. for both of us, um, and actually put a really beautiful... Um, a layer? Layer, yeah, yeah. on... on on Noir and that. So before before I come to the name, how do you know you've got that right, and mm. the representation and manifestation of of someone's mana, you know, like your papa? How, how, how do you know when you've done something, you develop it, and you come to that point of launch that you go, yeah, what, what's the what's the thing inside that says kupai, mm. kutika? That's mm. a good question. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there probably isn't another way to describe it other than a feeling, mm. um, a, 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 a knowing, an understanding maybe, an understanding that um, that you've covered the the base kaupapa or the I suppose the core values mm. um, to a to a point where people can understand them, and and that's probably a. a, a, a uh, a focus for us in our work is to be able to bring these these values and like I was saying in, in that first collection was trying to uh, understand some of the, the the greater things that dad really lived for yeah. um, and bring them to the surface uh, but in a way that anybody could understand them and, and kind of grab an awareness from mm -hmm. them and that I think that that is the challenge but that's also the gold we feel yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um it's interesting because <laughs> um, um I have like many people tried tried and been unsuccessful in acquiring <laughs> through purchasing. Uh, look, so, so talking about bringing the personal into professional here. Uh, and by the way, when I told people I was talking to you both, they said, oh, can you ask? Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. One of them, my sister, actually. Uh, um, so, so the fact that they were so, and are popular, and so many people seek them, have sought them, you know, it's a bit like... um. There's those big trade me auctions for certain things, mm -hmm. and and honestly, when the Noir blanket one comes, everyone I <laughs> kind of sign up, signs up, and waits. Did you get one and all that kind of stuff? Is that that's not is that just 
uh, a bonus thing as opposed to getting it right. The fact that they are so popular and so many people look mm. for them and want to purchase them and, and want them, mm. and, and from my experience, people want them and then they give them away to someone. Mm. You know, mm. is that yeah. is that a, a marker of success and something mm. that you look for and pursue? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's, um, you, you know, like when you see people wearing them or, you know, um, receiving them for special occasions. And I think, you know, when I see those, I think, wow, this is just amazing. Like, that's the bonus. Um, and we had always hoped that people would find a connection, you know, for them personally, whether they're going through, like what I was at the time, going through grief or celebrating a special occasion or a milestone. They're all like really personal. And then to see those kind of, that manifest, I think Mm. has been the most rewarding thing. Um, And what keeps us going. And because you're right, you know, we've um, seen people give them away, try so hard to get them, then give them away. But that whole gift giving the ceremony of gift giving um i think is really another really beautiful part about this particular type of product Mm. is that it kind of can do so many things encompass a lot of different um you know feelings and emotions and i think that for me that's how I feel is like this has been a success. It's something I think that blows yeah. us away. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. We, we, we never really get used to that. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the part about um, we wanted to create a taonga at the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, and, and so part of that taonga aspect is, is the rarity of that taonga. Um, just like when we go and um, and we receive special tiki or mm-hmm. um, other kākahu and these other prize possessions that... Um, you know, that does ring out, this is one in a million. And so I think for us at the very start, and we had we had advice coming at us from different business mentors, et cetera, at the very start, and they're going, oh, hey, you know, you guys go to China, we can press these out and sell millions of them. But, you know, just really took away from the fact. And when Dad passed in that first collection, well, we decided it would be the kaupapa, it he taonga nui, mm. And so we had to respect that as well. And so it really... It fit perfectly for us to have mm. uh, um, a very limited amount of a of, of these of these collections that would drop, and that's actually something that kind of kept and carried on. We do have a, a limitless option now for whānau that want to continue to celebrate the ceremony mm. of gift giving, but um, our limited edition collection they're very much a tongue, and we had mm. to preserve that fact. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of um, I mean, this this may sound a little bit cliche to people. But there's a lot of aroha in the process, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of aroha for people who receive one, and then there's a lot of aroha sharing around of that thing, and lots of gifting of these to aunties, particularly. Yeah. I, I see a lot of aunties <laughs> with these things in Hui, which is amazing. Um, but you talked about the taonga aspect of it, and as you said, rarity and other things. Why then the name Noa? Mm. <laughs> Why the name Noa for Carl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Where you go for Carl? <laughs> I say... Yeah, the 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 fakaro around kind of um, you know the inspiration of our kaitaka and you know our kahu and stuff. I felt like here he taonga he tino tapu, you know irotui tera momomai, and so I kind of was thinking that there needed to be like a balance, you know, and we we're kind of introducing into um, those designs and things into a um, you know a. What is it? Well, it's a new, a new, new contemporary space yeah, for starters. Yeah. yeah, 
And that's kind of how my whakaro behind that name, and we kind of went around all sorts of different names, um, but also just to come, when, when people are using them or, um, you know, having them wrapped, being wrapped around in them, that they are in that space of noa. They had to carry both. Yeah. The, 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 the had to carry both. It had to carry a sense of tapu as far as the taonga aspect, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, in, in order for it to be shareable, yeah. It, it needed to have a sense of just pragmat of practicality, and and um, you know we wanted these things to not only adorn our our whanau in these special ceremonious occasions, but it also needed to adorn the fari. It also needed to be mm-hmm. able to wrap around Baba. It also needed to be able to keep Nan warm on a on a <laughs> winter's night. It it, it needed to uh, uh, be able to spread out so we've got somewhere to sit together. Um, you know those sort of things. So. When we when we thought about the kupu noa, um, yeah, we thought we would attempt to to lift some of those restrictions that are in place for some of our taonga. That, that's okay. That's good because I did think to myself, I reckon there's a hiki process in here. <laughs> there is, you know. So once a name goes on it, kuhiki te tapu o ngā mai, kuhiki te tapu o ngā wera wera i turu turu ki tarai. Sorry, this is an English audience. Um, oh no, we don't have to translate that. <laughs> they get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get it. Okay. Okay, yeah, and there's, uh, there's actually a, a bit of a, a ceremony we do within that, with the, with the drop of each limited edition collection. Wow. Well, is, um, is that we do, we hiki the tapu of all of those taonga and then tuku. Wow. We tuku, so that, that we released into the, to the world. For yeah. the uninitiated people who are listening, why, why do you do that? Because we have a lot of Pākehā who listen to this show, and they're probably thinking this is just a product. Yeah. Why go through a ceremonial process, for want of a better way of putting it, and going through that process of lifting the sanctity of that mahi mm-hmm. to make it something that can be shareable. What, why do that? Yeah, I think, it, well, it's, we're, I suppose we're all a, um, about sh- sharing our, our common values. Mm. Um, and for us, that's, that's a part of our unique, unique values, really, as Māori, as it's a process we have in our creative development. Um, you know that whole time that we talk about creative, even from the very first creation story, is a very sacred one. Um, and so, yeah, we do get to a point where um, where we're happy with the with the tonga itself, and we have to be able to um, maybe reshape it or put it into a space where it's then shareable with everybody, yeah. regardless of whether they carry that same value set in that creation process or or not. I appreciate you talking about this because. <clears throat> It harkens to my mind anyway, the words of people like Linda Tuhiwai Smith, who wrote that kind of seminal decolonizing methodologies book. And I I feel a sense of decolonization happening here. Mm -hmm. And the audience will go, what does that mean? I mean that in a way about it's a kaupapa that's about us, for us, with us, in our way, uh, that helps advance, you know, what we're about. Mm. Um, Is that something that you both actively thought of? In terms of trying to uplift communities through what you do, or is that just something that happened as a result of doing this money? I think it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't say it's one or the other. Yeah. I think it's definitely uh, an intention we had. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're both involved in your community. Oh, yeah. In your hapu, yeah. marae, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we did have that intention as well. But I think as the as the, the, the kaupapa has developed too, um, it's... Yeah, it's it's supported the idea that we um, we follow those core processes, but we 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 have to bring it back to a space where it's it's mm-hmm. it is shareable, it is normal. Um, yeah, 
unsure if I answered your question on that one. <laughs> no, no, I, th- I think you did. I mean, I, I guess what I was <clears throat> trying to think of was, was there always something in the back of your mind going, well, this this is also about trying to uplift our community. Yeah. This, is a, this is a way in which we can contribute back to those people those communities that you're both very much inherently a part of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not just talking communities and a council approach. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, yeah. I mean specifically my community. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, we, you know, the, the, the thought of seeing our maho filled with our nannies, our aunties, and that with their blankets over their laps and things like that, you know, re resurgence of our beautiful art and um, craft and just the amazing designs and, you know, like just being absolutely surrounded by it, I think is definitely part of us kind of encouraging our communities, inspiring, Mm. um, you know, maybe an encouragement to someone who's who who needs, you know, just an example of how to kind of get our, um, what we've had in the past, you know, just that beautiful resurgence of our culture and our everyday I think it's saying that too. It is in sharing our own unique perspective of these core values in design and in textile and these blankets. Um, we do it in our own way, and they they do have their own personal intentions, mm-hmm. like seeing our maho field. Um, but I think in doing so, we actually highlight the shared value as mm-hmm. well. So there's there's kind of a two way thing there. It's us being almost not not quite selfish, but sharing these values in a very unique way, which is a very Maori way. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, I think people start to realise that oh, I, can, I actually share that same value as well. Mm. Um, and and, it, and then in, in doing so, it actually opens it up to an inclusive space. So it's quite it's quite funny being, being quite exclusive lets yeah. us actually entertain this open space for people. And I'm not sure if you're both aware, but <clears throat> there are discussions that occur as a result of what you've both done. For example, one of our old photos of the dog's tax, dog tax wars in Waimaa Ngāpui, our tupuna in Praikete. Praikete. So it caused us to have a conversation about, oh, okay, so there's this resurgence. But it, then we start talking about context about that mm. photo and what happened, mm. which forces us to have a conversation with our oh, yeah. nephews and nieces about what happened at that time and why they're wearing Praikete and what this means for oh, us yeah. now and, and all that kind of thing. And I don't know if you've heard feedback about that kind of thing. And maybe that was intentional when you talk about 2014 mm-hmm. and the work you're both doing in terms of Taranga and other places. Mm-hmm. But but this is what's happening in our communities mm-hmm. now. You know, yeah. These photos come out. Oh, by the way, I had this photo. and yeah. I've seen photos. Never seen before yeah. in our wider kind of hapu mm. where people are talking about this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, that, that's kind of been Noah's unique story from the very start. It's come from the, the space that we were just sharing our our, our community stories. Mm. But in doing so, it's let every community kind of reach into that mm. and take part in that and in their own way and interpret it in their own way and, and perceive it in their own way. And so that's something that I think has been really special. And we... Whilst we did have that intention, we never ever foreseen that that mm. it, it would, I think, ripple through so many widespread communities. Mm. Um, and people are digging out photos. People are, are now even online. I just found a story yesterday. Leonie Ken's my cousin down in Te Papa, and <laughs> she's talking about, "Hey, have you, has anybody got any special blanket stories? Because she remembers going through these blanket shops and searching for these oh, secondhand blankets." <laughs> yeah. And I just went off following on that post. But there's some beautiful mm. stories out there. It is a recovery yeah. of, of, a, of a taonga. And when we, when we think about that, um, you know, it's, it's the same as this recovery of language. It's the same as this recovery of art. Mm. It, it's, it's all part and parcel of it. And people can identify with that no matter where they're from, I believe. Yeah, the, the power behind that is that something that 
we potentially perceived as purely negative, mm. you know, mm. being arrested by the crown, oh, yeah. mm. to and pejorative to something that is powerful mm. and reimagined and reclassified. In our own minds, going back to that decolonisation corridor I was talking about before, mm. is something incredibly kind of um, yeah powerful, mm. Mm. and the impact of it is 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 amazing. And so you you start to think about that historical stuff differently now as a result yeah. of the mahi that you're doing. Absolutely. Which must be kind of like uh, out it, of it. It's, it's out of it. <laughs> it, is, it continues to be out of it. I think even at the very start, we, we, you know, we were, um, well, yeah, we, we were just blown away by all the very different blanket stories just within our own histories. Mm. And, and some of them are very sad. Mm. There are some very sad stories that involve the blanket within our heritage you know um, blankets rafts of blankets being sent down the Wanganui River to places like Tawato where you know whole communities would die off because it was they were laced with um, with all sorts of sickness and it, it you know it just it really um mm. yeah it allowed us to kind of I suppose consume and and um and be able to help then divulge all of this different information in different ways but yeah we had to we had to find a balance there and the only way to do it is to share it and everybody else's perspectives. Mm. You both talked a lot about sharing. <clears throat> What's it like sharing a business <laughs> as a couple? And, you know, th- this is the, you know, and, and again, I, I don't want this to come across as cliche, but this is a question no doubt you've been asked about before. Uh, but given the uniqueness of the mahi, um, you know, it requires a bit of... Um, to and fro and balance. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, I mean, what's that been like? And, and apologies if, if that's a really kind of crude question, but it, you know, you both seem happy, which is good. <laughs> yeah, we are. Eh? <laughs> it has. It's been um, actually really amazing because we've learned a lot more about each other mm-hmm. as well, and we've been able to kind of figure out what we're good at and stay in our lanes. <laughs> And support one another, and I think um, you know. Of course, there've been times where it's been like stressful, um, but we we've been able to work through that. Through you know, I think just our communication, having a strong communi- <laughs> our communication skills are pretty good. So yeah. I think that's been yeah. been um, the part that's made it work. Plus, we're really passionate about this mahi, and so it doesn't feel like work. And it is a a creative outlet for us both. And so I guess in that, it's you know, there's an amazing partnership that happens in in that space. Um, Hey. What are are the lanes? I I, I think it's, in the first instance, I feel like... um, Maybe power sharing is not the right word, but it is definitely. I feel like there's been this shift within just within Noah for for both for Kawa and myself um, about kind of de depowering maybe the the real masculine lead male lead that we always see throughout our kaupapa. Um and so in the first instance it was about empowering really for Kawa and the space to be able to lead out because uh, I think the vision for Noah Blanket. Co came came from Fakawa uh, in the first instance. You know, it was something we could both grab onto. But she was like, "This would be a really great idea," and um, and so yeah, it has been really shifting that power to Fakawa 
so that she could lead into the space initially and then just finding those ways to support. And then now that we're into that, um, we do we both do that. So she'll shift that that towards me and come into a supportive role and we just find ourselves going back and forth doing that. That's what's gotten us to still smiling today, two, <laughs> two years later. Um, yeah, and, and us, I think it has been that. It's just recognising that. But we can only do that with, with clear comms as well. So, yeah, you are right. That, is, that has been the foundation. Um, but, yeah, choosing our roles. I think the roles, like you say, um, uh, is definitely the steering room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she really allows me to um, uh, uh, gear into the, into the creative space. Okay. Um, which, yeah, we both find that's a really good balance at the moment. Yeah, the reason I ask is I've got cousins. Well, they're not cousins, but um, they're a couple. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong. That came out wrong. Um, that, that's a whole different show, actually. Uh, <laughs> potentially on E. Um, uh, no, no, no. Uh, um, you know, who, who they talk about this a lot about clear comms, but exactly the same kind con- of conversation. Not so much about power, but it's the it's the um, again, um, it's very clear on on who the boss is and whose idea it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the male part of the couple is going, yeah, yeah, so I, I just kind of, you know, um, the power shifts and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm doing this part and that that's cool, you know, yeah. and they're happy about it. But the re- reason I ask is because there'll be lots of couples out there thinking about starting business. Mm. And there's some cheat sheet stuff that I was hoping you might be able to talk about. And I think the commerce thing is really cool. But that other part about that shifting dynamics stuff, yeah. which which I find is mainly female-led. <laughs> It, it, it's part of. It's just part of their glory. It's it's <laughs> yeah. something they're innately born with. I, I believe. Yeah. You know, there's there's it's 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 a lot easier. You agree I, though, I don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that kind of dynamic I feel is is majorly led by our wahine. And I I think too that it's just that when we can kind of share those roles because you know there's days and times and spaces when I'm yeah. not up to it or I'm doing mum stuff or you know so the the mental capacity to kind of do everything can be like difficult so I think sometimes that's where when you're saying I would lead that shift out and be like okay your turn yeah, <laughs> yeah. advocating and, for each other yeah, yeah is a big part of that that shifting because yeah. I think they're advocating for each other when not not just when only one of us is present but um, when, when we're both present it lets it lets you kind of release any anxiety there is around who's actually in charge. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I think that's a part of the comms, the clear comms, is, is the advocation for each other. And so the other part, and you mentioned this, and this is something else that I talked about with this couple who are not cousins, just to be very clear, <laughs> is that um, the mum stuff's proactive, mm-hmm. the dad stuff's reactive. Mm-hmm. Is that the case? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so the crowd knows, I am I am nodding my head. <laughs> You know, and that's, and that's going to be yeah. ongoing with mukos, right? The, yes, the, the yes. nanny stuff is going to be pro. And, and that's not to put a slight or anything. No, it's just no, that's the reality of it. It seems it to be the yeah. way. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that's going to be the way for everybody, um, mm. but it definitely is in our case, yeah. for sure. That was a nice way to square that off. <laughs> but, but what is that like? I mean, in bus- you know, when you're trying to run a business together mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it, it is a natural thing for me, it seems to be anyway, Um but, you know, is there, I'm trying to say this diplomatically and gracefully for the bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. Is, is, is that a point of frustration sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you can know tell that. 
answer. Yeah, I'll tell the truth. I'll tell okay. the truth. All right, move on. Okay, no, fair enough. No, fair enough. No, fair enough. Um, I, I think the other part too is that um, what Fakawa did was she went and recruited other powerful women, um, and um, yeah, so the, the 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 power sharing and the advocating happens there as well. Mm. And so, are, they, are they whanau? Uh, yeah, I guess they are now. Yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Hannah Tapiato's just, oh, yes. yeah, amazing. She, she, yeah, she's amazing, and she's our, she's been our friend for years and years and years, um, so yeah, bringing other amazing wahine around, not just me, but Josh too, mm-hmm. um, has been, yeah, it's been amazing actually, because we all kind of vibe and feed off each other, um, and we've been able to kind of just you know, open our sort of story up a bit more to a close circle who we can trust to kind of brainstorm things with and, you know, actually get advice from and things like that. So I think that's, yeah, that's been pretty awesome. How did you do that? Because for a lot of people, the business is your peepee. And it feels like you're almost whangaiing out. Yeah, yeah. We're still learning that. I will say that, yeah. Yeah. I think just a lot of trust as well, I think. Um, but yeah, we're definitely just still kind of taking baby steps in that area. It's renovating mm. your usual processes too, um, because you know, for I suppose for the initial years before Nora started, a lot of the background work we just did it alone. It was yeah. just just me and Fakawa, everything, mm-hmm. even right through to the videography for our first collection, etc. We did it all in house, and so I think having other part of people as a part of the team now, you just have to really renovate your processes. We didn't realise that we were keeping them out of some of the steps, for example, yep. along the way, which were just not helping. They were just inhibiting things. So, but, but understandable though. Yeah, mm. I mean, yeah. I, I get it. I yeah. get it. Right. Can I ask you something else? And this is me asking, by the way. By the way, I've got a whole bunch of questions I haven't referred okay. to. Sorry, Tama. My producer's going, I, I spent three hours researching this thing. You know what I'm um, I've got another question um, around how do you maintain the business and then the whanau when, you know, I know you're involved in lots of things mm-hmm. and I know you're, well, you know, mm-hmm. Parakabaka and all that kind of stuff. You're both involved in lots of things. And as I say, marae and those commitments don't fall away either, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So h- how do you manage that? Because there'll be a lot of people who are in the same position probably mm-hmm. asking the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're still we're still learning how to do that, to be honest, because I don't think we realised how hard running a business is, just like on its own, mm. plus having all of our other commitments to our hapu and iwi, our communities. Which don't go away. They, they never, never go, go away. away. <laughs> never. Just like your children never go away. Yeah. <laughs> so th- it has been, you know, last year we kind of really hit, like, um, uh, the ceiling in terms of like burnout, you know, and that was a, it was a big kind of warning to us that like, hey, if we don't get this balance right, this is just all gonna it's not like, sustainable. Yeah. yeah, it's all gonna fall over, um, which we didn't want that to happen. So you know, we're we are still now taking steps to kind of put processes and like you know being able to say no to things and not feel you know guilty and stuff like that because it really does have a ripple effect how do you get over that I, like i find that really hard like you know tangi's three days on the tomato on the piper right mm. that kind yeah. of stuff mm. yes i feel you yeah well, so it, it, I, I do believe that um mm-hmm. all, all the co we do now we 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 almost give them a bit of a synergy check Mm. They have to have synergy with 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 everything else that's going on. It's the only way to be able to balance it, um, and it's really the only way that Noah can survive 
in the climate of our lives um, with so much kaupapa going on. Uh, and so nor what nor ends up being at the end is really a, a mouth, another mouthpiece for the same story that we're sharing across all these different platforms because it, 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 has, to, it has to represent um, firstly and foremost uh, is the people that are telling the story. And so we've found that that way um, it has been a little bit easier for us to maintain the things that carry that same synergy, that same kaupapa, hāngai tonu ki te kaupapa matua, uh, so as long as they draw a parallel to the kaupapa that we have going on, um, we, we find our way through it. Um, and, and of course, when we've got those three days on the pai, tangihanga, uh, kids pick up, kids kapahaka, sharing out kapahaka, <laughs> commemoration kaupapa, um, yeah, it all has to fall into place and be um, all setting different building blocks for the basically the same structure we're trying to build. And of course, we have the exhibition. Yes. Um, Praikete Threads um, happening now um, at the Pātaka Art Museum in Porirua. How did that come about and, and, and why? Because one, one could argue the benefit of that to, to the business is negligible from a purely commercial point of view. And I know you're not in the commercial thing is important yet, but it's not the, your driving motivating factor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but how, how and why do that? Well, I. I... I guess, you know, we were approached by by the whānau down there in Pātaka and they kind of just talked about, I guess, wanting to create a space to kind of um, this resurgence around praikiti and blankets and then that, you know, we, we're doing what we're doing and there's someone, we, um, Janine Clarkin, she's a fashion designer that uses um, blankets in a lot of her garments. Um, so I think it was just really... I, I wanted to be a part of it because there is such an amazing heritage with wool and woolen blankets. Such an amazing um, story. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was just I think to be able to come and be around and support other artists as uh. well, I think is really um, important. You know, as having received that myself, to be able to kind of be in those spaces, I think is really um, you know we really need that encouragement. And, and Janine's been doing it for a long yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A oh, yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's 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 the story is too good, Ewa. Um and, and when we when we when we first got Noah going, I think we were um, just so taken back by the privilege to be a part of the wool story mm. in our country, mm-hmm. let alone the wool and blanket story. Um, and that's something that carries on. And so we've seen the um, the opportunity. Uh, to do this work with Pataka as another um, way for us to be a part of the story yeah. over the whole, mm. um, for it to continue as well. Um, but yeah, it's, just, it's too good an opportunity uh, for us to miss. We're storytellers at heart, and so if this lets us again be a part of that story, then we'll, mm. we'll do it. Yeah. It's, you know, the really, I was at this, um, I guess you call it a hui, it was really a dinner, but there were lots of Māori business owners there, and there was a professor of innovation from Stanford. Anyway, mm-hmm. and he just said, just tell me who you are and what you do. And all of them said, I was the odd one out, by the way, but anyway, <laughs> all of them said, well, you know, I've got a business. I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, all successful, by the way. I actually don't know what that means. And, you know, I kind of make it up as I go along. And yeah. I think I'm doing okay. I get a return, but this is why I really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the similar shared story thing and the collaboration thing is really important, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's a good note that you made about 
participating where other people are in the same space yes. and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and as we see, Janine's been doing. I remember Janine. <laughs> got, I, this is how old she's been doing. How long she's been doing it? I used to model for her. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I could, Josh. <laughs> Back when I could pull that thing off, you know. Anyway, that was 40 years ago. Um, but, you know, she's been doing a long time, mm-hmm. as you say. I think that, that Tuakana approach to, mm. to business, oh. which is something we like to do yes. a lot, is yeah. really important, mm-hmm. particularly now, right? Yeah. Particularly yeah. now. Um, the other thing that I, I wanted to just test with you both is we're in a really interesting time politically. Mm-hmm. Um and you're probably aware of the fact that we talked about some hui where the Noah blankets have been quite apparent. <laughs> They've become a representation mm. of our identity and culture now in the face of some fairly direct threats mm-hmm. to who we are mm-hmm. and what we're about. Mm. What is that like? And, and what might be the impacts of that, do you think, if that was to carry on? Mm. Yeah, I... Um I think the bl- the blanket itself is a heritage item is the perfect storytelling medium for exactly what's happening right now within our country. Um you know and, so to be clear what do we mean by that Josh? I I I feel like the the introduction of the blanket into our into our heritage um you know right at the time of the signing of the treaty is exactly the time where our Tupuna were first ex- it, well Exposed to the to the prakete, and and they became such high value items that we would, um, we we would trade huge amounts of land for them, um, and we know how much that value that value is to us, um, and so uh, uh, to to have a, uh, that item now um, be imbued with tikanga Māori and uh, our values and storytelling in a way that tells our perspectives of this. Um, I think the the Paraikete itself and and our role to play in that as Noah uh, is just to really uh, advocate for those those values that do do bind us. And funny enough, we love to use all the weaving jargon, but um, yeah, it is it is about how do how do those values then how do we come and come together and weave together into a kaupapa, um that you know that we can share and, and advocate for and hold up together. Um, so I do believe that there's too many signs there for us to. Um, to, to not associate the the kaupapa that we carry uh, with exactly the climate that's happening right now politically within our country. Yeah, pe- yeah. people say timing is everything, and I just think there's some serendipity here. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> where we where we're kind of at, and you know, I, I don't know if this was the intention either, but this isn't a this isn't a tauranga story now. Mm-hmm. You know, nor. We see those paragates and we go, oh, that's us. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, you know, yeah. hey, yeah. There's, there's a rahiri connection along the way, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I don't have any tauranga whakapa, but, you know, I see them, I go, oh, that's us. That's, yeah. us. That, that's us. You know, mm, Ngāpui exactly. was threaded out in them, as I said to you earlier, mm. you know, I didn't realise that was a uniform at the time. Of the <laughs> I, was, I was very much off-brand. But, you know, we see them now and that's us. That's a national story mm. now and mm. potentially becomes an international mm. story. Is that something that frightens you or inspires or invigorates? I mean, what's that, what's that like oh, to see that it's not just become about, it's not just about Fakano yeah. and Josh now, it's about us. No. It's ours now. Oh, those words are really good yeah. too because when we say frightened and um, mm. I think we do, we do feel a sense of, I wouldn't say fear, um, but we, yeah, we do feel a, 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 a um, well, I suppose everybody feels it. Everybody feels that same almost angst mm. uh, heavy in the air over this time period. 
you know, as, as this government, new government stepped mm-hmm. into, into place. We all felt that. Even at home, sitting on the couch, you felt, oh, heck, something's going on out there and pieces are moving. So I think we do feel that. I wouldn't say it's quite frightening. Um, it definitely is inspiring because mm-hmm. the serendipity part that you, you say um, with how everything's aligning and the timing that it's aligning for us with our kaupapa, um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. I would definitely mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, well, well done for Gawa. <laughs> yeah, it's like how, how precious. Well, well done, you. Yeah. Hey, well, well done, Matua Hui. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. He had heaps to do with this, I believe. He's always yeah. at the centre of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's um. We I think we are we're excited. We're we're happy to be in a space mm-hmm. that can be real pivotal. Yeah. Um, or help help to move real maybe hard-moving cogs in this in this machine we've got to get moving. Mm. Um, and that's just it. As, as we've got to. We have to. And so, mm. um, yeah, we're, we're ready and able, definitely. Come yeah. Um Just a couple of other things. Um, again, not referring to my question sheet, but that's okay. Because <laughs> uh, this, this has gone exactly where I thought it would go, um, which may seem maniacal to some people listening, <laughs> and, and to you both as well, but this, this is how we do it on, <clears throat> on, on Mapuna. Um, I talked a little bit before, before about not being a Tauranga Moana story anymore, that mm. it's, an, it's a national story. Um, is that something people talk about at home now? That they, they recognise now that what you've done has become more than just well? Mm. What yeah. do they say? Yeah. Definitely had you know, some of our whānau kind of see the effect that's happening and, and kind of you know inspiring them as well, which I think is really... You know, we didn't expect that to happen either, so that's been really amazing. And I think a little bit too, like what you mentioned, they see it and they're like, yeah, that's us, you know, and that collective energy and support is actually, yeah, so inspiring for us. Yeah, hey, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I still, I still feel like I get a bit overwhelmed by that. Um, it would be kind of overwhelming. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we 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 went out on a bit of a limb and decided to kind of share a story in a way we thought was unique and special. And and and, um, and not only Maori them, but um, the wider community has come back and said, "Yeah, this is this is us as well." You know. Mm. And so, yeah, we're bewildered by it all. To be honest, in timing as well as as kind of growing confidence and going, "Yep, this is exactly what it was born for." Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, the 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 feedback in, in in our community is that yeah, it is, it's it's bigger now. It is it's creating waves where it should, um, on a national scale, and and no doubt it has a part to play in the international story to tell too. So, yeah, yeah. How old are the tamari? Uh Frankie is twelve, and Taiki is nine. Is Frankie named after brother? Yeah. <laughs> Good Teo, good Teo, good Teo, named after uh, Franco. So I think I think our Frankie is number six, is it? Really? Yeah, number seven. My mum's dad. Oh, is yeah. that with her? Oh. Frank Labass. Shasha. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. So that's, yeah, that's where that Ingoan comes from. So so speaking of the Shashas, can I ask a controversial question? Did you ever think of standing in the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
in the yeah. Cahonga New Regionals? No, that's oh. controversial. Oh, we, we've we've been we've been approached by Alfano yeah. a, a ton of times. Really? Um, and, and and you know what? There could be that space to do so now, especially with these rule changes. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, the Chiefs have poached lots of Hurricanes players in the rugby, so, you know. I was waiting for it to come. I was yeah. waiting for it to come. <laughs> oh, you know, anyway. Um, hey, uh, I, I actually don't want to stop. and um, No, I don't, because I think there's a lot more to talk about, and maybe mm. we can do that in part two. Um, because I, I just think that, and by the way, I'll do the plug again, and it's not shameless at all. I just want people to remember that they can go and see the new exhibition. It is called Praikete Threads. It is open at the Pataka Art Museum uh, in Porirua. We've been talking to our guests, Fakawa and Josh uh, Takani, who, of course, are responsible for Noir Blankets, a very popular product, not just a very popular product, but, as I said, decolonising spaces throughout Aotearoa in a very timely way now as we talk about the conversation relating to our country <laughs> and where it's at now in 2024. Um, I, I really don't want to stop. I'm just going to do a quick... F- no, actually, I won't bother. I was going to do a, a quick fl- flick through of Thomas' questions, but um, we've only got one, one minute to go. Thank you. Good to play. Um, thank you for coming in and for sharing your story um, with us. It is an inspiring story. It's a motivating story for many people, not just those who are thinking about business, um, but for those who, who have stories to tell, as you've said, and this is narrative building, really, mm. through a t- different mediums. Yeah. Um, and um, that is us. That is Mapuna uh, for this week. Again, our thanks to our guests, Fakawa and Josh, uh, for being with us uh, this week. Our thanks to our producer, Tama, <coughs> and our engineer, who's been um, doing our show for us um, this week. We'll have more next week on Mapuna, so join us there. Ki ana te kōrero, ko te toka iā, ki hae toka whiti angarā, ko te toka i Mapuna, ko te aue ki te aue, ko te ripo kau. Ti hewa mauri ora, ki a tātou katoa.